Coming to you live from the studios in Mount Prospect, Mark Button and Chris Laporta in the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it. So we were pretty pretty fortunate to be able to interview Blair Wheeler. Um, Blair's got a pretty big following on Instagram, um, and he uh, we um, talked back and forth for a little bit, and he was uh, more than willing to do an episode with us, which is awesome. Um, and you know, obviously jumped on that opportunity to talk with Blair, talk about what he's doing, um, you know, what his, what his motivations are. And what I really liked about him is because I thought we had a lot of parallels. We both really, really like to work out, like to play golf. He's probably a much better golfer than I am. Well, most, most probably in better shape than but, you too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I'd like to follow up with him after he has his kid, like six months after he has his kid. Just to kind of check in and see how that's you're going. Hoping get, you're hoping he gets re- fat. No, or isn't it? That's what it is. No, I don't want Blair to get fat. But I remember, like, I was like, yeah, I'm still going to be able to work out. I'll be able to do everything I can. And, um, yeah. So, I, I, I'm i hoping he can pull it off. But I'd really like to talk to him, like, six months to a year afterwards just to see how that's <laughs> going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Blair, Blair's what I like to call the modern golfer. He's into other things besides golf. He's not the stuck-up, snotty country club kid that all he does is play golf and tennis. The dude plays golf, the dude surfs, and then the dude likes to get a workout. So, um, And he's much younger than us, too, obviously, so he can pull all this off. But, yeah, soon to be uh, – soon to be and, and much better looking. Much debatable better looking. on my end, but on your end, for sure. Um, maybe when I used to be not as fat, um, but yeah, dad to be, he's got twins on the way. Um, real cool, real good dude. Um, and a huge, uh, huge Instagram following as well. So, um, if you haven't yet, make sure you follow Blair. At Blair Wheeler. Yeah, so I, um, I, I've always been a golfer. I grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So if, I think you guys said you had a golf trip coming up. Don't know if it's down there, but highly recommend going to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Um, not sponsored in any way by my hometown, but uh, <laughs> still, I still encourage people to go down there and, and enjoy the, the great golf we had. But I um, grew up in Myrtle Beach. I've always played golf. I've always um, been really active and played a lot of different sports growing up um, and really – like honed in focused on surfing when i was like 11 ish 12 um surfed competitively for quite some time through college went to coastal carolina with dj and uh saw him there doing his thing quite 
quite literally. Yeah, what? Um, <laughs> do we need, do we so, need to cut that out? <laughs> no, he, he was he was hitting golf balls over the net. Yeah. While, uh, yeah okay. And ha- having fun. Yeah. That's, what that's what year? What years that. were you there at Coastal Carolina? I was there um, two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Um, okay. So I think he left in two thousand and seven or eight. Yeah. But um, I worked at a surf shop, ran a surf shop, and um, he came in there somewhat often. Um, there was a girl yeah. that also worked there. I think he they had something going on. Um, I'm, sure. I'm not sure. That that could be. Could be hearsay. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I worked in, I, I surfed, um, worked at a surf shop growing up. And then uh, when I got out of college, I had a, a loose sponsorship relationship with Hurley. And uh, I got a job offer from them. And it was like, hey, move across country, work in our marketing department. You kind of start at the bottom and see where it takes you. So that's what I did. Moved across country, uh, moved to California. And, um, worked in the marketing department at Hurley. I started out as a marketing coordinator, just helping pack boxes, send out things, do a little bit of everything um, just to see like what I like doing. Really found that event marketing and retail marketing were the things that I really enjoyed. It had a lot of um, uh, a one-on-one like contacts and relationships with people that helped really put a face to a brand and help help people um, really connect with the the Hurley brand, right? For sure. So I, I fell into that, did that for five years. Um, it was awesome working for Nike. Got to meet a lot of really cool people. Got to hang out with a lot of, yeah. like, the best servants in the world. I was going to um, ask I that managed. if it was part of Nike yet or not. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So they got purchased by Nike in 2011. Um, okay. And then I started in 2012. 12 like the last part of 2012 um so i was there through the whole transition and i mean it was cool it was awesome it, i mean the nike sort of thing like as an athlete as somebody that really loves being fit being and, and fitness the whole then being a part of nike was a dream come true um so worked there for, yeah, that's awesome. for five years got to meet a lot of really cool people got to travel to a lot of really cool places and that's where my following started to develop um just seemingly having a dream life straight out of college uh re- literally straight out of college I, I wasn't graduated for four months before i got my job at hurley um so had it what a lot of people would say is a dream life a dream career out the gates um my following that brings us that brings its own set of challenges right man a lot of you i mean yes and no people were, it was yeah. more so people were like really really excited for me and then people would come to me and okay. say like what how, how did you get here? Like, what did you do different from <laughs> yeah. John Smith that's in the same class at Coastal to, to garner this job? Like, what did you do to differently, right? And it's all about connections and being able to talk to people and being able to connect with people and, um, and, and just doing that sort of thing. Networking is a big one. But um, so I didn't get much hate about it. People were like, people, okay. when I would go to Hawaii and spend like a month there, people were like, dude, you, this is ridiculous. What, what do you do? And, and <laughs> do you have a real job? Um, but so I worked at Hurley. My time there was awesome. I met my wife in California. She's originally from the East Coast too. And then when we got engaged, nice. we were like, all right, it's time to 
this was fun. This was awesome. It's time to move back to the East Coast. We want to start a family. We want to, like, have a better quality of life. Um, California is very expensive. The people there are pretty pretty crazy. Um, love my friends in California. <laughs> Some of my best friends still live there, but they know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so, moved back to the East Coast. Um, where I was still working in the surf industry Well, until just recently. I took my job with Imperial Headwear. And uh, now I run our action sports and outdoor sales and uh, sales division. So we're selling nice. customized hats to breweries and surf shops and skate shops and outdoor stores, um, snowboard stores, mountain resorts, that sort of thing. So that, that all stuff rolls up in under me. But that, throughout this whole time, bringing it full circle, I've always loved golf and I've had a, a somewhat of a large following on Instagram and I've always tried to figure out a way to marry the two together like my my passions and how I can talk about it on social media um so what I did was I took a deep dive one weekend and I was like what are like why don't or why aren't there more people like me that love golf love fitness that are average guys I have to go to work every day that don't get to practice and play all the time how why isn't there more people speaking to that demographic right you look at youtube like i just started a youtube channel if you don't follow me subscribe please um i did this i did this morning (laughs) for sure bro Uh, no that's my only shameless plug of this whole podcast so it's gonna take it i'm sorry you're allowed it's okay so um i looked at youtube that weekend and i was like why is it always like scratch or pro golfers or or teaching pros from england you know like (laughs) everybody's from the uk which is like cool like i love listening to like they all sound smarter than me i'll tell you that um that's for sure but i i just didn't i couldn't figure out why it was all people from england so i was like there needs to be an american voice uh that's an average golfer that literally like i filmed a vlog this weekend that should be up later today and it was um a match against my buddy who's a, who's he says he's an 11 handicap I, and I say he's probably like closer to a nine. Um, like we filmed the match and it was pretty average golf. You know, I think we both shot, um, <laughs> we both shot in the 50s on the front nine. Um, so that's very, very average. And we turned the camera off on the back nine, ended up both shooting. I, I shot 42, he shot 44. So, um, it, <laughs> you turn the can you, the YouTube aspect definitely adds adds strokes to your game, but um, <laughs> but anyways, I wanted to I wanted to use my platform to really like help people enjoy the game more, live a better life, become fitter because those are the things I'm passionate about. That's I love awesome. golf, I love yeah. fitness, and I want to figure out a way for average guys that have to go to work every day that have a family, like I have a growing family. Um, yeah. how are how do you fit it in? How do you want to become better at golf how do you become better when you have all these other things pulling you in different directions for me it's my wife she's pregnant my job like obviously i'm not playing golf between 8 a.m to 6 p.m on like the weekdays um and then on the weekends it's like all right what does she want to do like you're a husband first you got to make sure that she's happy then everything else comes after that so how do i how do yeah. I juggle this stuff? And that's kind of the message that I'm that I'm telling on social media how how I can become better, or at least trying to trying to um, juggle that and then tell that story. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily get easier once you have kids. <laughs> oh, that's no, for sure. So 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 Mark and I like we're because we're so close in our proximity. We go to the same course, and for us to golf on the weekend, you know, we're out by at five thirty six in the morning as soon as the yeah. sun's up, so that we're done done by nine, and you essentially have the whole day with your family still. So, you know, that's that's one. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't call it a sacrifice, right? We still get to play golf and do what we love, but like that's one big hurdle that you have to overcome is like, just fi- like you said, finding time to fit in the game you love, man. Okay. Plus, yeah. plus you, plus you want to work out, right? Mark, Mark, not so much, but like, I like to work out and you know, you got to squeeze that in yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. The struggle's real. I, uh, yeah. Chris says I don't like to work out. Uh, I used to, uh, it's just, that's one of the things I, I, I don't necessarily prioritize right now just because of the way, where my kids are at and where my life is at. It's, you know, I'm up at, you know, two, three times a night with a six month year old. And in before kids, I had no problem waking up at five every day and getting in the gym and working out. And since kids, I just, I'd rather spend time with them than, than get up at 5am. So yeah, the struggle's real. You got to find ways to, uh, to prioritize what's the most important to you. Obviously golf is still very important to me. So if that means waking up at five and playing golf, I'll do that rather than wake up at five and yeah out, so yeah and i mean for me too like my wife and i just bought a new house we, we own our townhouse right now in wilmington and uh we when we found out we were having twins well back up a little bit we bought this townhouse like a year and a half ago and we bought it so we could live here for a few years have our first kid here and then turn it into sure. a rental property like i want i i really love um there's an instagram account called founder and it's all about like building passive income and and all this and, and, and wealth and, and how to create it and this, that, and the other. So you don't have to work for the rest of your life. Um, make your money yeah. work for you, not you work for your money. It's kind of something that I'm always striving for professionally, um, financially, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, for so sure. that was the point of buying this townhouse. And then we found out we were having twins and all that went out the window because like a two bedroom <laughs> townhouse with a golden retriever and, uh, twins got real small real quick so we just bought a new house and <laughs> one of the stipulations of buying the house was i'm going to make build a home gym in the garage like the garage is my space there you go. i'm gonna build a, a home gym in there and like really kit it out and make it look freaking awesome that's my and and alex gave me the green light she's like whatever if you need to do that that's fine which would be good because let's say i'm up at whatever time with the kids roll them out in the garage the mom can sleep and i'm gonna be lifting weights so yeah. it, it's all about finding That's time good, finding an end and a good thing too the house we bought is literally a quarter mile from a country club that we're thinking about joining so um with that too it's it's gonna be good to have golf right there fitness right there in my garage um so yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens when it actually like in in theory, it's great. It it sounds really awesome. It sounds like it's gonna be really easy. Um, let's see what happens when it comes to putting it in, into practice. Yeah. So uh, Blair, you, your wife Alex, does she uh, does she like to do some of the same things you do? Golf, surfing, she you wanna... surfs kinda. She really enjoys sitting on the beach with a uh, mimosa or a rosé, um, <laughs> which she's not doing that right now because she's yeah, twenty sure. weeks pregnant. But um really love sitting on the beach with a book and, and, a, and a nice adult beverage. Um, 
and loves fitness as well. I mean, that's one of the things that like drew us together when we were in California. We both really love fitness. We went to the same gym and didn't even know it for a while. Um, So you you do CrossFit, right, Blair? If I um at that time I had just stopped doing CrossFit. I was I jumped around, bounced around between gyms in California. I went to um Orange County CrossFit for a little bit. OCCF went to Chalk for a little bit. Um, Newport Beach CrossFit and then at that time I just was like going to a 24 hour fitness or whatever Um, and she went there too and we were both there at the same time before work and it was weird how we never run into each other but it was uh, like we definitely say it when people ask us our story it's like oh yeah we were meant to meet like the Lord put us in the in in front of each other when we were meant to because we both were from the east coast we both worked in the surf industry in the same territory, the same region, right? So the surf industry is really small. I probably should have ran into her at parties, at trade shows, at whatever. She was a sales rep. I was a buyer. Like, we should have run into each other before. We should have met each other before. We went to the same gym in California, and we didn't run into each other or meet each other until I had a bad day at Hurley one time, got on LinkedIn, started networking, and saw that she had a ton of different, ton of other uh, connections. So nice. LinkedIn free ad for them. It's also a, uh, a dating service. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have a lot of things in common. We both like, we're both kind of introvert, introverted extroverts. Yeah. We love like just sitting around and looking at each other. And then we also love like going out and really um, like talking to different people, having conversations. Very cool. and, and then on the flip side, like that's why I like CrossFit because it's all, it's very community based. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I've been doing CrossFit since uh, 2013, roughly, give or take nice. a few months. Yeah. Um, nice. You know, I got, so I got to the point where it got hard when I had my first kid uh, to kind of maintain the amount of time I was going. Um, so I did, I put some stuff in the basement, like what you're doing. Not quite a full home gym, but I've got like a salt bike, GHD machine, some dumbbells. So like, you know, I can't get down. I can't work out six days a week at the gym anymore. It's just impossible. But yeah. I've got an outlet at my house, which I think has been phenomenal for me, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah. And that's what that's kind of my plan. Like, I am drawn to CrossFit because you're competing. Like, I, I love competing. I love, like, trying to beat somebody at something that doesn't matter what it is. Um <laughs> Uh, so I love CrossFit from that aspect and having that community there that's pushing you and pushing you a little harder. So I know like when we have kids, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym six days a week like I do now. Yeah. Um, but having some equipment at the house, like cut that down in half or a third, or, like go twice a week to the gym for sure. Out at home the other four, three to four days um, makes it way more feasible, you know? Yeah. Um, and Alex does, she does like, she doesn't like CrossFit. But she uh, she does like high intensity classes and cycling, and right now she's just doing Pilates. But well, right now she's not doing anything. Um, sure. Um, <laughs> with the help of everybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely gonna be good, and hopefully, just gotta figure out the best. Uh, like I said, yeah. the best practice for everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're passionate about it, obviously. So you'll you'll find a way yeah. to make it work, like like you said, bringing the kids out there, um, using incorporating the kids in your workout if you have to. Obviously, uh, yeah, it sounds like you'll uh, 
you're, you're yeah, you know, start. I have a bunch of friends that are um, really big into fitness or or professional athletes, prof- professional social media media personalities or whatever. Um, and and I've asked them like, dude, how do y'all do it? One of them has twins, and I'm like, how did you do it with twins? And like, you have your fitness goals, you have your your athletic goals. Like, how did you? always find time he's like i just yeah. got up really early and that was the only thing he's like yeah i get up at 3 30 and i'm like holy shit man i don't know if i can do something you dude you'll be you'll be up at 3 no, I'm sure. no problem i'm sure so man that was his advice he's like just get used to getting up really early and i was like all right i'm early i'm an early person anyways yeah. um it's not unusual for me to start sending emails about 6 5 6 a.m our time east coast time so. yeah yeah so yeah, yeah drink, drink lots, lots of, of coffee. coffee. That's what gets you through. Good it. dude's coffee is my go-to. So, are you a are you a bulletproof coffee? I tried guy? it. Um, not a big fan. I like my coffee just black. So, uh, I just good black coffee is good is is what I go for. Yeah, it's kind of like it was kind of like a big CrossFit thing in the you know early 2010s area, and kind of just stuck with me ever since. So I. Just, I still drink it every day. I feel like I don't know if it's placebo or what, but I feel different yeah. without it for sure. Uh, it might be your body just got used to it. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I drink absolutely. it here and there. There's a coffee shop here in town, Adapts, that has um, they make bulletproof coffee and then they brew it and all that stuff, um, or make it in the blender, yeah. and it's good. Um, just not something that I can do every, every morning. You know, I just I set my coffee right. pot at night, turn it like it's up it's going when i wake up at 4:45 5 and it, i just grab a cup of black coffee drink two of them take a pre workout and go to the gym you know yeah for sure so do you guys are you guys going to have help like are your parents close by where they can help you out with um, the twins alex's mom is talking about moving down here um, from Virginia beach. So okay. we'll have some help. My mom's close. She's about an hour away, but she's a teacher. So during the school year, yeah. um, she can't really break away the, uh, the amount of time that right. she would like. I know she would love to be able to just be a full-time grandmother. Um, cause my grandmother was a full-time grandmother. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it, during the school year, she's not gonna be around summer times. I'm sure she's going to be able to help us as much as she can, but, um, my mother-in-law is, yeah. her plan is to come like basically move in with us at this point, which I'm fine. With. I'm completely fine with that. As far as unsolicited parenting For advice, sure. like I'm all ears. I, uh, taking all advice I can get. So Mark, what would be your, what would you have the newest baby out of us? What would you, what would your best advice be to Blair? Oh, just try to keep yeah. a sense of humor. I mean, it's, I mean, with twins too, I mean, there's going to be some shit that just, you can't explain. You're going to have one kid shitting on you, one kid pissing it. Sorry for the swearing. I don't That's know if you fine. noticed, but we swear a lot. Um, um, <laughs> you know, just try to take it all with a grain of salt and just, and try to keep a sense of humor. Like I said, you, for me, I've got a six month old and a three month old. I mean, yesterday I'm trying to, my wife is, is my wife is doing a podcast too. She, uh, she was working on her podcast, so I'm trying to watch both kids. I got one kid jumping off the stairs. I got one kid you know, took a huge dump, and I'm trying to change him, and it's everywhere. And it's some, you know, it's it doesn't help just to get mad about the situation. It, I, you know, I just started breaking out laughing because, like, 
I'm just like at this point we're we're trapped in our you know everyone's supposed to be on shutdown so everyone's cooped up in a house for God knows how long and all of a sudden I just got a kid screaming jumping off stairs I got my uh, my son took a huge shit and it's all <laughs> up his back you know I just start laughing and and then you know my daughter comes in what's so funny what's so... and we both all just start laughing obviously my son's still covered in shit at this point but um <laughs> just yeah kind of long story short just try to keep a good sense of humor but there's going to be some crazy shit lack of sleep but just try to find that humor in it that it all works out yeah. for the best in the end so yeah <laughs> just try to keep a sense of humor is what i would is my my definitely, one thing I definitely would man i mean that's you're not the first person to say that, so definitely um, taking that one to heart. I mean, Alex and I both, like, we joke, yeah. we joke each other. Um, so it's always – we're always laughing at, at each other at this point. What I did was after uh, the first year of my son's life, because he didn't see much, I didn't see much, I didn't remember it at all, was I set up an email account for him, and I started writing him emails to his email yeah. account and planning to give that to him, you know, when he's – you know, more mature, like 15, 16, 17, 18, just as a gift, like taking, you know, writing down like awesome parts of his life, awesome days we had together. I'm doing the same thing with my daughter now so that they have like all these messages from me when they get a little older. Um, And it also helps me kind of remember the really cool, significant times in our life. Um, You know, so just, just a thought, you know, do that, make a little book, memory book, whatever. So that's, that is a cool idea. Man. But I appreciate you guys giving me yeah. the time, giving me the platform and look forward to uh, hoping, hope to play golf with you guys soon. Next time you come to Myrtle beach, hit me up. Stat correction. Mark has two kids, one that is three years old and one that is six months old. Thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the breakfast boss podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen! How you spamming? Black accents, fam, what you see? Panda! Panda swole, fanny! Sally bar, candy! Man, I'm the macho like Randy! Uh, my world didn't crash down at the same time everybody the economy is so yeah 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 uh, we're, we were just we were just talking about um a golf trip we have planned assuming the world doesn't end <laughs> fuck dude. coming up here so <laughs> I think we put something up on, on social media over the weekend obviously we didn't lose seven thousand followers but we just in like the five minutes it's a you can't yeah. you can't lose seven thousand yeah. yeah. just in those five minutes we lost five i mean it's just like we said nothing about Trump other than we related it to Tiger Woods, and it was, it was, yeah, it's. It was a Trump, Trump mean, and we lost like six followers, and yeah, you know, it's, it's all, all It's all like <laughs> six followers for you is it's detrimental. Like I lose, on average, about twenty a day. You know, maybe maybe a little more depending on what I post. But um, when I post fitness stuff, I lose a little more. I post golf stuff, whatever. Um, but it's all relevant.